Welcome to Holistic Coach Mastery Podcast with Marina Stoichkova. It's your audio library for clarity, inspiration, and empowerment. Hello, dear friend. In this episode, I would like to talk about underestimating the impact of the small childhood trauma. Yes, it's another episode on trauma, but this time I want to talk about something specific. And what I want to exclude are the big traumas. The big traumas are those that we can really evaluate as traumas, even as adults. And those are the unquestionable traumas like abuse, sexual, physical, violence, the things that are undoubtedly horrible and that, of course, no child should go through. And the things that even as adults, we recognize as really painful, really problematic, kind of like defining who we are and what we do. Perhaps sometimes we even think about them or we still dream about them or we are still afraid of those. So those that are undoubtedly big traumas and those that are, as I said, the most horrible things are not the subject of this episode because I want to talk about something different. Uh, I'm in no way saying that the big traumas are not important. We should definitely address them, heal them, work with them, process them. And I'm in no way underestimating them. But I want to talk about something different in this episode. And those are the small traumas. What do I mean by small trauma? Those are things that as an adult, so let's say that now you are in your 20s or 30s or 70s, so you are an adult. And when you look back at your childhood memories, you remember things that are haven't been okay, but somehow as an adult, you don't consider them as something dramatically important. So the adult in you says, well, that was not great, but what can you do? There are much more terrible things that happen to people and children. So that's just not that important. And we kind of like underestimate the impact of those experiences or memories on ourselves. And here, the possibilities are countless. This might have been, for example, a very critical parent, extremely demanding parent, or a parent who every now and then has have used harsh words, or have rejected you emotionally, or have been distant, or there is a story about, for example, being grounded when you 
haven't really done anything bad. So I'm talking about things that at first sight may look kind of insignificant compared to the really big trauma that people, some people might have been through. And when you compare them, you say, well, that's just not that bad. Unfortunately, there are so many other people who have been through worse things. And it's interesting that sometimes if you have been also through a really big, significant trauma, you may also do the same with your smaller trauma. You may also underestimate it. And you say, you may say, well, compared to those really awful things, that's not really significant. So why is this important actually? And what is happening? What is happening is that we are evaluating things as adults from the point of view of the grown up person who knows how many other things might have happened and have happened to other people. And the adult who is also kind of like detached from all of those memories and experiences. And from that point of view, we tend to say, okay, that's not so terrible and it's already behind my back. So we kind of like underestimate this, the impact of those experiences. And why is this a problem? This is a problem because it's the adult that's thinking those things. But the child back then who have experienced the small trauma, the small injustice, the bad manners, the bad treatment, whatever. This child didn't know anything else. So just imagine you are a very young or small child and what you know about the world are only the things that you have experienced. You don't have the capacity to evaluate all the possibilities. You don't have the knowledge and the information about what happens to other people, what kind of stories there are. What you know is only based on your personal experience. And hopefully you have some good memories. Hopefully there have been nice things that have happened to you. But there's, I think in every human life, also things that haven't been okay with us. And the important thing is that when you are a child, even the small injustice, even the, you know, things that for the adult don't look like that dramatic or important for the child it's their whole world. So being criticized, being harshly treated, being grounded without a reason or being blamed for whatever your sibling has done or obviously there are so many possibilities. For the small child, 
that's their whole world. And for them, it could be traumatic. Even if the adult says, well, there are so many more awful things, so let's just forget about this one. The truth is that the inner child within you has not forgotten about those things and they are shaping who you become as an adult and they may even trigger some responses later in your life that you are confused about. You don't understand where is this coming from. And the inner child is the one that has been hurt, that has been mistreated, and the one that needs to be healed. So why I made the distinction between the big trauma and the small trauma? Because we don't tend to do the same thing with the big trauma. The big trauma is awful. And as an adult, we still evaluate it as awful. So it's kind of like clearer and more visible there. But with the small trauma, sometimes we don't even call it a trauma. We call this, okay, it was just a negative childhood experience. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it actually matters. It's still affecting you. It's still somewhere inside of you. Because for the child back then, this has been a big deal. And because they don't know anything else, for them, that's like the worst that has happened. And for them, it is a big deal. So we need to look at the situation, look at the memories from the eyes of the child, not the adult, not the person who already knows how many more awful things are possible and are happening to other people. Because the child has a different perspective. For the child, that's the worst. And that is bad enough for them sometimes to feel also traumatized. Another thing which is uh, very important here is that for the child the most one of the most traumatic things is to be subjected to something that they feel they don't deserve children sometimes are doing bad things we know that we have been children maybe we have our own children and we definitely know we have seen other people. So sometimes the truth is that a child can do something bad. For example, they may hit their sibling, let's say. And if they're being grounded for something that they have done, something bad they have done, and the consequence is kind of like logical, this is not traumatic. Let's say the sibling is hitting the other sibling. So they are being grounded. Let's say they won't watch television for a week or they won't have their phone or they won't get a dessert at dinner, for example. 
when the child internally feels that they deserve it, it's okay. It's not traumatic. And of course, I'm not talking about physical violence. I don't think that this is ever justified. But sometimes the child needs to understand that what they have done is wrong. And there are appropriate ways to do that. And when that happens, this is not traumatic. What's being traumatic is when the child feels like they receive something they don't deserve. For example, one of the siblings is doing something and then the other one is being punished or grounded. That's unfair. So this is also something very important to look at the situation objectively. And again, for the child, justice is very important. If they do something wrong, they know they have done something wrong. And if there are logical consequences, it's just like a logical check with reality. And that can be healthy. But receiving something that you don't deserve, this can be traumatic for the child. And very often this happens with the small trauma constant criticism or blame or harshness or distancing or negative words or whatever. This can be very traumatic for the child when they don't feel like they actually deserve it because very often they actually don't deserve it. So what I'm saying here is that we need to look from the eyes of the child and we need to evaluate things from their point of view and we need to process and work with those memories and experiences from their point of view, not the adult who may kind of like, you know, okay, it's behind my back, not important. It is important for the child. Also, Uh, Another thing I want to address is to pay attention to your own filter. What do I mean by that? We all have some kind of representation of the external world. And uh, this is like a different point of view. Sometimes we may see things more negatively than they actually are. So what we might be doing is that we may have a negative filter. We may see the world as harsher than it actually is, as kind of like a cold place, a negative place, which may not be true. So keep it in mind. Again, it's a question of, exploration and mm, it's a process but it's very helpful when you can explore your own childhood memories experiences and try to reassess them and observe is it possible that you have some kind of filter through which you are watching and evaluating things 
And sometimes you may realize that you have put like a negative, imagine this like a blackish filter through which everything looks darker. Everything looks more negative. And there are different ways that we can approach this. We can work with metaphors. We can reframe. We can use, of course, matrix reimprinting and EFT to reshape those memories, to look at things from a different perspective and to process and heal the small trauma. And the last thing I want to address in this episode is kind of like on the flip side of being a parent. Because I think that there is kind of like a modern tendency for us to overjudge and overcriticize parents. Yes, it's true that no parent is perfect and I think that in every childhood we may find something that hasn't been okay, something that has influenced the child perhaps in a negative way. And we tend to blame the parents all the time. So I want to kind of like remind you also that when you're doing all of this work, keep in mind that parents are really doing the best that they can and sometimes that could be very little but it's still the best that they were able to do at this point so it's also helpful when we are working with our own childhood experiences and memories to bring some compassion for our own parents even when they have misjudged us when they have done something that hasn't been fair, even when they have traumatized us. If we can bring even a little bit of compassion for them, this is also healing for ourselves. And sometimes it's more difficult than it sounds. Sometimes it's a longer process, but Think about it, how in psychology, in the modern books, everywhere, parents are constantly criticized. And look how many of us also criticize our parents. And when we become parents, we also see the other side, the flip side of this row and how... It's not that easy also to be a parent. And normal parents don't hurt their children intentionally. Even though there are so many hurt people, adult children, in many cases, it's not intentional. Again, I'm not talking about the terrible cases when someone is mentally ill and they hurt their children and those like this is like a different story but very often there are children and people who are hurt by parents who didn't mean to do that and when we can bring a little bit of compassion and understanding for our parents we 
tend to heal our own small trauma easier. So this is an interesting journey. It can be very healing because we don't recognize the potential that it can bring. Again, the big trauma is so much different. We recognize the negative, dark influence it has on us, how it has, you know, shaped us and affected us. And we tend to understand that if we can heal that, if we can work with that, the impact, the positive impact for us will be huge. But with the small trauma, we underestimate the impact and we also underestimate the positive influence of healing and working with those memories. So it's a big thing. It can be very rewarding and it can be very, very healing. So if you are willing, I want to encourage you to go on that journey and explore those experiences and memories and to unlock the healing potential this work. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more information, go to marsstars.net and make sure to sign up for the free training on how to create a psychological profile with astrology.